Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Well, hello there, my beautiful friend. I hope that you are having the most amazing day. I'm here to level it up for you and get you thinking about life a little differently. Let's jump right into this last episode of February. I've titled this one, It's Only Crazy Till It Happens. As always, let's begin with getting ourselves in that right frame of mind to receive this message. We'll start with our Faith Your Day Declaration. Jesus, thank you so much for loving me in the way that you do. You designed me on purpose for a purpose. I want to live to my full potential today with a mindset that honors you and a soul that seeks to know you better. Jesus, I know that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and I ask you to guide me and reveal to me what it is that you want to show me here, have me experience here, and learn from this season. Help mold me and shape me into the best version of me. I will live today as your vessel, ready to receive your word, respond to your promptings, and pour out your overflowing love to those all around me. Please allow your thoughts to become my thoughts, your ways to become my ways, and your will to become what I truly desire. Jesus, if you are in it, I want it. And if you are not, I don't. I choose to faith this day of life I am so grateful to be your girl. In Jesus' name, amen. And my friend, this episode is all about faith today. And I am having some crazy faith here because when I wrote this episode, I literally set a timer for 30 minutes and I just typed, 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 typed. And I needed just a couple extra minutes after that to wrap things up. I have not gone back to even check what it is that I wrote. So my faith is that God is just going to use this episode to go into your ears and your heart in the exact way that you need to hear it. And he's going to move you and stir you in exactly the way that he knows you need. So that is my faith today. And hey, it's only crazy until it happens. I have a really powerful verse for us today, and I am super excited to share it with you because I know that this one is going to totally redefine your version of faith. And how many times have you hoped for, wished for, waited for, and then was disappointed when your dream, your goal, or your desire never came to pass? Are you at a point right now where you are considering giving up on that dream that lives deep within your heart? 
Are you feeling discouraged that what you thought would be here by now looks like this distant hoop dream? Has Jesus let you down? Has he even heard your prayers? Does he know what you truly desire? My sister, I am here to offer you some encouragement. No, he hasn't forgotten you or let you down. He's just encouraging you to wait for his timing. Not only does Jesus know exactly what it is that your heart desires, but he is loving enough to not always give it to you. Are you wondering if you just heard that correctly? Like, did I really say that he loves you enough that he doesn't always give you what you want? And that's exactly my point. Jesus loves you so much, and he knows the specific desires of your heart that sometimes he doesn't give you what you want. Okay, now before this absolutely crushes your spirit, let me explain. Our best is most often not Jesus's best. What we desire often has components of what he truly desires for us. But the problem is that we are limited in our view of things. And sometimes we get hung up on the how and the when, and we have our scope and vision of what we think, that we often forget to have faith for God's way and for his vision, because it's so much better and bigger than ours all the time. Here's our verse for today, and I love this one. We're going to read first from the Amplified Translation, and this is Mark chapter 11, verse 24, and it says, For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, and then there's a little bracket that says, in accordance with God's will, believe, bracket with confident trust, that you have received them and they will be given to you. Personally, I really love the amplified version of this scripture because it adds those parentheses, those brackets that have some key additional information that can often go overlooked in other translations. For example, in the NIV version of the Bible, this same verse, Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, in either case, this verse is in red font, which means it is directly coming from the mouth of Jesus. So they are wise words indeed. We need to pay extra attention to the red font in our Bibles, my friends. However, it's sometimes taken a little too literally in the NIV type translation because this is where people can become discouraged. Like it's far too easy to read it in the way that whatever you ask for in prayer, just believe it and it's going to be yours. And that's not what Jesus means. The issue here is that we don't get some key additional information that is absolutely crucial. And here is where that first amplified version that I read comes into play. So let's read it again. And I'm going to include that additional information. And I think it's going to completely reframe your mindset around faith. It says, for this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, here's the bracket, in accordance with God's will, believe, bracket, with confident trust, aka faith, that you have received them and they will be given to you. I want you to think about a dream, a goal, or a wish that you hold on to in your heart right now. 
something that has not happened for you yet, something you've been waiting on and wondering if it will actually ever really happen. You've been praying and you've got faith, but still nothing. And I can't help but wonder if maybe what you are praying for isn't God's best for you. Maybe that's why he's stalling. Maybe he has something even better in store that he is aligning for you. Maybe your dream is far too small for him to give it to you. Maybe what you're asking for isn't in alignment with his best plans for you. So here is where you become discouraged, right? And trust me, my sister, I have been there many, many times pleading with God, begging him and becoming bitter for what I want that he hasn't given me. After all, his word says, pray for it and it's yours, right? Well, not exactly. If we go back to the verse from today, we have to really focus in on that bracketed information to glean the key learning here. Praying for what you want isn't the same as having faith in what God wants for you. The only way to guarantee that you get God's best plans for you is to pray for the things that are in accordance with His will. So simple, yet so difficult, right? I personally had some struggles adjusting to faith in this regard. At first, when this was all new to me, I was reluctant to pray for God's will for me because, like, what if His will wasn't what I wanted? What if it was less than I desired? What if He gave me the toned down, watered down, or kind of boring version of what I wanted? Truth be told, I didn't know our Jesus well enough when I had those doubts. It took some crazy faith for me to step out and boldly ask him to give me the desires of his heart, to show me what was holding me back, to bring forth his very best. And my friend, do you know what I've learned time and time again? If you are feeling let down by where you are at right now, or discouraged about why things haven't happened to you the way you want them to, then you are holding on too tight. And it's time to step out in crazy faith and pray to ask God to take your wishes and align them with His best plans for you. Hold on to your version of what you think is ideal with a very light grip and be ready to hand it over to Him in exchange for His version. This might sound completely out there, but it's never let me down. You see, the reason in the past I was being let down was because I was trying to tell God what was best for me. And it's once I discovered that I have no clue what is best for me, and I totally decided to just trust that He does, I saw time and time again that if I just kept in faith— then he would move the mountains in precisely his way and in precisely his timing. And every single time, looking back, it ended up so much better than I could have ever imagined. He aligned things in ways that I could never have done. And I saw that my impatience at time was just holding me back. And I'm not the only one. The Bible is jam-packed with examples of people whose prayers were answered in ways that seemed completely crazy until they happened. You remember Abraham and Sarah, the couple who was desperate for a child, desperate enough to do all sorts of crazy things in order to make that dream a reality. 
including having a baby by another woman in order to achieve what they were hoping to do. And God heard their prayer, but he didn't want to just make Abraham a father. He had more planned for him. Even before Abraham had one son, God had promised him to be a father of nations. Crazy, right? Well, it sounded that way until it actually happened. Fast forward generations later, and Abraham and Sarah had a family lineage that rivaled the number of stars in the sky. You see, at first, they were making the classic error that so many of us make. We pray, we wait, we grow impatient, we start to wonder if God actually heard us, we grow even more impatient, we try to play God, we try to come up with our own solutions and options, and we try to make things happen ASAP. And then we act super surprised when our plans blow up in our face and turn out horribly wrong. Now, what if we were to consider Moses, who with a seemingly insignificant staff parted the Red Sea at just the right moment? That seems crazy, but it was only crazy until it actually happened. In that critical miracle, Moses was a recipient of the outcome of faith. He communicated with God regularly, praying over his people, and was simply carrying out and following through on God's orders when he really just had to have that confident trust that God would come through. And as always, God did at exactly the right moment and exactly the right way. Or how about Simon and Andrew, who had fished all night and didn't catch anything, and then in crazy faith, held on to God's promise of provision. In the precise moment that they were instructed to throw out their nets once more, the bounty of the sea became theirs. Sure, they had doubt, but they also had kept enough faith to allow Jesus to do what he does best, which is to show up big in our moments of hopelessness. The thing about faith is that it often looks a lot like waiting, and it's sometimes when we feel that we are waiting too long, that we begin to let our doubts eat up our faith. What I've learned is that the waiting is the key component of faith. Faith is not just trusting completely in God's goodness, but it's also the act of waiting as the process unfolds. It's in the waiting that we can discover so much more of who God made us to be. It's in the waiting that we discover that it's all out of our hands and it's in his. For some people, the waiting kills their faith. It's there that they get so discouraged and bogged down that they begin to take matters into their own hands. But for those of us who have the faith to pray, have the faith to wait, and have the faith to trust, oh, what blessings will be revealed along the way. It's only crazy until it happens. My friend, I'm hoping that this hits you in exactly the way you needed to hear it today. Just loving this idea that, you know, all of us are waiting for something, right? We're hoping for something, believing for something. We've got these dreams and visions and goals. And we have to understand that God puts all of those things in our heart, but he doesn't always allow them to unfold in the way we think, right? We might have our thoughts on 
what should happen and what would be ideal in this situation, but we don't have the the whole picture that he sees. So it's only in hindsight that we can look back and see how he was working in all of this. And it's in the waiting that that is where our faith lives, that we don't just hope and then pray and then it happens and we move forward. It often looks a lot more like praying and waiting and waiting and waiting. And through that waiting is where we just have to be confidently trusting that he is hearing our prayer. And that if we have asked it in alignment with his will, that it is going to happen in his way and at his time. And since I learned that, it has been just a game changer for me in how I handle situations, you know, whether it's a work thing that's going on and on, and we just don't know how it's going to unfold or, you know, a relational thing or whatever it is. Uh, It could be a finance thing. You know, I just have learned over the years now to put my trust in him, to just ask that whatever I'm hoping for, that it is in accordance with his will. And then if it's not to redefine for me what that looks like, and then I just wait in patiently trust and I'm actively waiting. So I'm doing things in the meantime, taking steps along the way, asking him for direction and guidance. And it just has made all of the difference. And it's what has made some pretty crazy dreams come to reality for me. And it's going to be exactly like that for you too. If you read that verse again in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, so good. Read it and think about it. That's not just about whatever you want that you pray for and you're going to get. It's about asking for what he wants for you and that that will, that promise is going to happen, but we don't know when and we don't know how. If you're ready to just, you know, release your grip and your control over how that all unfolds, then girl, you are going to be so wowed with the blessings he has for you. So once again, I'm just so grateful that you have taken time to join me here today. I cannot wait to join you again next week in March. I hope that you enjoyed your leap year bonus day. I mean, February 29th only rolls around once every four years. And hopefully you did something to make it enjoyable, memorable, and kind of special. So anyways, I'll see you again in March. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Bye for now.